Welcome back to the Village A podcast. We are your hosts, Nick and Sean, and we're here to talk about the Australian Grand Prix. Uh, I know we're a little bit behind. Uh, both had pretty crazy weeks at work, but we're also trying to extend your Formula One content between this stupid long four-week off break. So we're trying to put it right in the middle. So we'll be back in another two weeks for the start of, fuck, I don't even know what the next race is, but trying to space it out for you. Um, but the Australian Grand Prix was pretty wild, kind of a shit show. So we have a lot to talk about. Uh, what do you want to start with, bro? I guess just a recap of the, the oh, crazy we had. Yeah, so we had like seven laps of good racing, which like were were really fun, awesome, and then it just turned to shit with poor decision making too. It was wild all around. It was exciting. I. It, it was one of those races where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Well, dude, the, the start. Well, Max was on pole to start. Uh, we don't really have much to talk about for qualifying. It was pretty boring. Uh, Max was on pole, but he was on, I mean, the outside line on at the Australian Grand Prix. So George Russell was able to sneak in there. And then Max like underbroken himself or something going into the second corner and let Lewis go through. So we had both Mercedes, one and two. And that both gave us kind of a – both popped a little tent, bro. We had something to, something to look at. I don't know if you remember, but I think I was overly excited at that point. <laughs> I think I remember. Dude, we <laughs> at that point – well, dude, Lewis can probably defend better than anyone. And he'd probably let George go as far as he – I think it would have been a great race. So we got seven laps of that. And then who was it? Was it Alex Albon who crashed? Yeah, went through the gravel. Yeah, he just lost the lost the rear, spun out, looked like a Mustang out there, and went through the gravel and just didn't – it wasn't much car damage, but the gravel was all over the track apparently. And yeah. we we had a safety car at first, so that's when we had some good strategies. You thought this was a power move, bro. As soon as we got the safety car, on lap seven or eight it was, George Russell was the first one in the pits. He was on it. And what was it? He, was, he gave up – First place track position for a tire strategy that was only seven laps different. I don't know about that. You thought it was good, but I don't know. I thought he was going to be able to make him go the whole way. So, yeah, they, they, exactly. They were trying to go on a one-stop, which is – I don't Unreal. think I don't think it's ever going to happen in modern-day Formula 1 because I think we're going to have at least one safety car every race just from – But we haven't. Dude, Did all have... these – Dude, we have pretty, pretty much, pretty close, haven't we? I don't think Secure did. I think there might, yeah, you're right. That one might not have. I don't know. I just feel like, especially in Australia, though, bro, in practice, that's why I put money. I, I'll talk about my betting later, but in practice, it was a shit show. They were fucking all over the place. Everyone was. Max was crashing. Charles was crashing. Checo was and, off track. Yeah, Checo was off everywhere. He was like, he's locking up everywhere. So, I mean, I don't know. It was a bold strategy, but as soon as he comes out of the pit, immediate backfire, bro. Just I was not happy. Dude, red flag right away. And even even Lewis was like on the radio, like, oh no. <laughs> how fucked are we? Like, I don't know what he said, but he, it was pretty much up to Toto. How fucked are we? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. So red flag for that. And they their explanation, the FI explanation for the red flag was too much gravel on track. That's a soft excuse i mean 
We've had gravel on track before, Nick. Not that much gravel, though. I mean, I'm and sure here, we've had. It was a lot of gravel, and these ground effects feel sensitive to it. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of gravel. But here's my other thing: they definitely cleaned it up within like two minutes, bro. As soon as they red flagged it, I think it was under three minutes later they were back on track. And during the formation lap, I don't know if you remember this. There was a clusterfuck somehow <laughs> right at the same corner that Albon crashed at and K-Mag just fucking goes through the gravel at Mach 7 to avoid another crash and gravel's just all over the track again. And somehow they get it cleaned up during the formation lap before everyone got staged to start the race again. And that was just like, okay, well, you definitely didn't need the red flag race because you just did it again. <laughs> so that was just, was just, I don't know. It was just, that was a poor decision. I think it just didn't need to happen. And it affected the race so much, bro. Like the, oh, I mean, it affected one driver basically so much, but in turn, <laughs> yeah, in turn, it affected the whole race because as soon as we saw Max and Lewis one-on-one, we know it's going to happen. I mean, the Red Bull's just fast, faster. It was wild. It was definitely worth a debate. Do you think he should have been red flagged? See, I think about uh, Azerbaijan last year where Max went into the barrier. Right. And actually, like, destroyed the part of the barrier that had the safety features in it, you know? Yeah, so there, course- yeah that excuse was we had to rebuild the barrier. It was like, it was, if someone else were to crash into that, it, there, it would be less safe than what it was. It, into a steel guardrail on the side of I-25. Right. And that, yeah, I mean, that won't go well. <laughs> so, so, yeah, what about what about that? Thinking back well, on it. I just think that was a better excuse. Like, to me, like, once they said, okay, this is a serious safety issue, the, ban- the, the barrier's damaged. Right. But I it mean, was- they also had, I think they did two or three laps at, under the safety car. And then they red, they red flag. It might have been one or one or two laps before the red flag. But... I mean, this is maybe would have done it was you know have the safety car go slow. Yeah. Let clear a clear line where all the cars can file through single file. Real, and... real quick on that one. That it was already, that the... was already there. <laughs> that line was already there from the <laughs> seven cars behind KMAG. or when that crash happened. The seven cars that just drove past it created <laughs> a created a new line. But I mean. It was already there. Yeah, and then it, something could have been done better. Then you have five minutes for the cars to come back around where you can get all hands on deck, get it cleared off. I mean, we've done it before. This isn't the first time a car has br- tracked a bunch of gravel on the track. I know. And do they not have like a tractor with a big ass, like eight foot wide brush on yeah. it? Like, dude, my golf course has that and it cleans off a car path in 45 seconds, like 100 yards. It's like, all right, that was easy. And you see them at NASCAR too. They've got the big sweepers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they have jet engines at NASCAR too, but those are sick. Yeah, um, the, on the car pointing sideways. That's the coolest. That's awesome. But I mean, it just seemed very unnecessary. And I think everyone thought it was, unne- even the drivers were like, oh, like, really? Why are we doing this? Yeah. And then, I mean, the excuse after, I think honestly, what happened, we have fucking two race directors, right? No. We don't? One step down. When did this happen? I think before this race. Oh, uh, well, all right. Well, let me tell, let me explain my theory in case 
it's after the race. Okay. <laughs> so I was saying it's, they have two race directors. One of them made a decision to go yellow. And then the other was like, uh, you know what? We actually need to go red and they're just contradicting each other. And I think that's, what's been happening this whole season. It's been very inconsistent with flags and penalties, especially bro. Very inconsistent because I think there's two directors fucking arguing with each other. I think Fritas resigned. Papas Fritas? Papas Fritas, yeah. After last race. Let me do a quick Google. But, I mean, yeah, so the red flag kind of fucked everything. And then after that, we didn't get much until Max kind of spun. And then uh, we had had another red flag. Uh, Lap 53, though, is when it happened. K-Mag scrubs the wall and loses the tire. The tire almost goes in the stands. It flew off and sprays debris all over the track. There's supposed to be a chain that connects the wheels for that reason. So that's the the wheel disconnected from the rim. The rim was still attached to the car. And because when they they first went to K-Mag, like on camera, Martin Brundle and the announcers were just like, oh, looks like K-Mag blew a tire. Like he's coming in. And then they're like, oh, something like his suspension is all fucked up. What happened? And they went to the replay and both of them were like, holy shit, dude, he smoked that wall. And he went like he went airborne in the rear and the tire went 20 feet in the air. But yeah, he had it like completely. Hold on, I'm looking at the race director is Niels Wittich. Yeah, Papa's Fritos got fired. That's a shame. All right, well, there goes my fucking theory. We'll skip that one. But, <laughs> but, dude, another FIA fuck up for the red flag. On lap 53, they, this is what I wrote down. Lap 53, they had the safety car come out for three laps. Okay? It's a 50 lap, 58 lap race. For three laps, they had the safety car. And then they red flagged it on lap 57 with one lap to go. It's, I mean, I think I have that. Make, oh, so those, those were the main highlights. But before that, we had the Alpines crashing into each other. Sergeant was off the track. Debris was off the track. Oh, wait, wait, you skipped. You skipped. Yeah, yeah, I have it mixed up right here. My bad. <laughs> so where are we at Alpine? Did we, we talked about the Alpines crashing and blowing up, right? That was no, right no, no, there yet. That, we're not there yet. No, so. Fucking, here's the deal. K-Mag D-beads this tire in the wall, and it causes a yellow flag. They didn't, they let it go as long as they could, and they realized if we don't red flag this now, we it's going to be finish. Right. And after the last safety car finish we had, we were so fucking mad that they didn't red flag it so we could have extra rate, an extra lap, just like in uh, Baku the same race I quoted last year, that they did the right thing. They red flagged it. They stopped it. They said, no, we want this to finish under racing conditions. We're stopping it. Right, yeah. So that was with, yeah, that was the two laps. And that's when we had like and a I, full full field restart pretty much. I agree. You're right. With that one, yeah, that one we all agreed with. That was a full field restart. And that was exciting. That was, I have it written down here. I think that excuse for that red flag was they knew they fucked up the first one. And they're like, all right, this will make it an entertaining race. Everyone wants a full race finish, not a safety car finish, a racing finish. And so they red flagged it because it was the right thing to do. And 
because it was an entertain for entertainment value, honestly. Yeah, everybody gets fucking disappointed when we went when we finish under a safety car. Exactly. We'll get to that too, but <laughs> we ended up doing it anyway. But yeah, so the the restart, I have all caps, shit show ensues. Car- <laughs> Carlos spins Fernando. Fernando goes down to 12th. Carlos goes up like fourth or something. Both Alpines explode into each other. One gets pit maneuvered into the wall. Look like a scene from cops. DeVries and Sargent both go into the beach. I mean, it, and then obviously that's just another red flag. There's just, that's carnage, bro. But it was the first corner on the restart. I mean, I almost expected it. It sucks that it, I knew it was going to happen, but the first corner, it fucking always happens, bro. Every race. That's exactly when it's one lap to decide the whole Grand Prix. I mean, <laughs> I wish they would have just continued the race on. Like, don't need to red flag it. Just make sure everyone stops at the finish line. Like, you don't need to finish. Like, get them off the track. I don't know. Like, to, re- to red flag it again seems they so – like, we finished under a safety car at that point. They had to, though. They didn't have you know, a choice. It was, it was an obvious – like, there's it was absolute carnage out there, bro. Nine cars in the gravel trap. <laughs> The Alpines are tangled together on the side of the road. Like a pretzel. <laughs> D- dude, absolutely insane. And so they go through the formation lap. Points. There's like McLaren. 12 cars. There's like yeah, there's like 12 cars on the on the grid. Then McLaren end up in the points. <laughs> I don't dude, it's almost it's like he was still like bottom third of the of the bottom fourth of the finishing grid, but he got like eighth, right? Lando. <laughs> So that's awesome. But yeah, so they the last lap which just happened to be under a formation lap safety car. Like it was just all a formality, you know? Yeah. And here's my take on this. I don't know if it's going to get hate or love, but they need to adopt the NASCAR rule. Green, white, checker. Anytime in the last two laps, there's an accident, a crash, a flag, anything under the green or the white laps. They just restart. You don't get the checkered. They just go back to the green and you have to complete two laps before you get the final lap. And then anything, anything can fucking happen on the last lap. They said, fucking let it go. But there has to be three complete laps of racing for them to finish. And every, and it just restarts until either all the cars crash out and everyone dies or till it happens. And that makes for like for three full laps makes it always exciting. Here's you never why, finish under caution. Here's why it works in NASCAR and it doesn't work in F1. Hit me. I thought this was a fucking great idea. I was fired up about this one. You'd have to adapt a big part of the rules. Right. Is that we're not allowed to refuel in Formula One. Right. Oh, so, so it can't go on forever until I can't go on forever. For minimum laps. And so if we just go on forever until we get three racing laps, all the fuel is going to run out of fuel. Unless you make some rule where like under a green, white, I green, white, checker, they all come in, they can all come in for new tires and full fuel. And they just send them out and like, all right, now we go until you all die or someone finishes. But yeah, it's just big for the final. And it's always exciting too, when there is an accident, in the green or white, it's like, all right, let's go. Like, let's see who's left after this crash, and let's fucking do it again. Like, we ride at dawn. Keep fucking going. But, yeah. 
I mean, it just seemed like the the race director is still confused on. It seems like it's still very inconsistent. I I don't know, man. I feel like they did up until the last point. You want to talk about how they fucked Carlos, though? How'd they fuck Carlos? Dude, his penalty. Even Fernando was like, dog, I'm sorry. That was not warranted, but I'm going to take the point. I'll take it. And it was a crazy thing. So Carlos got penalty. Excuse me. Carlos got penalized for spinning Fernando on that second to last restart, right? The whole shit show carnage. That's what kind of started it all. So he got a 10 second time penalty like it was mid race, right? Right. That that dropped him to 12th place out of the points for the formation lap. So they moved him to the back of the pack for the final lap, like formality lap behind the safety car. But they gave Fernando the third position. They gave him P3 again, and they acted like the race was going to finish at the same point as when the crash happened. All positions would act as the same. So they did opposite. So they gave Fernando the courtesy of having the race finish under the race positions on the second to last lap. And then they said, Carlos, you're going to get time penalized on the conditions at the final lap. Like it was very strange. And yeah. Carlos, I feel like if you're grid, then reset the penalty. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. So if you're going to reset Fernando to P3, where the accident happened, you reset Carlos and you don't, and if you're, well, I'm saying if you put Fernando at the end of the race and you, the qualifications are P3, where the crash I, happened, he was P12, bro. I don't think they put Carlos in the back. I thought they put Carlos back, but like because they he did. still had a 10 second penalty. Exactly. So they that, put him in, they put him in fourth, but his 10 second penalty still was active. Yeah. Cause everybody crowded behind him. Right. Exactly. Which is, which is very funny <laughs> because they all knew like, oh, he's done for, bro. <laughs> Yeah. I, I lost it there for a second. But he followed Carlos and don't let him out of your sight. Oh, my God. And, dude, they were bumper to bumper right behind him. But so, yeah, they gave him a penalty like it was a live race, right? Like everything was happening. But they let Fernando go back to P3. He was P12, bro. So they told Fernando. So you're saying if they were going to put- yeah, if they were going to penalize Car- penalize Carlos, then they need to keep Fernando in P twelve. Yes, exactly, because that's where at that point in the race, that's where Carlos got penalized at that time. So you can't gift Fernando the end of the race. You can't but give them the that position. Back- What's that? The problem goes Silverstone issue. Yeah. Is where there's no timing points until the end of the first sector. Okay. Oh, so fuck. How, how do you determine where anybody is in space after a clusterfuck like that if you don't make it to the first sector? Isn't there like a fifth? It, yeah, they were talking about that on coverage that they didn't think that they finished enough of the lap for them for them to activate that. Yeah, for them to activate that rule, but they still did for Fernando. But they, they know still, they just but, left. Yeah, so but they fucked they, Carlos over. So that's some backwards that shit, bro. Well, did Fernando's actions warrant a penalty? Carlos 
well, Carlos got penalized. Fernando, I Preston. think, I think honestly, Carlos. Fernando initialized that contact because he was going for an outside move, just like uh, Ocon on Gasly. Like he was just going outside and they just tapped. I thought it was a racing move. For a move when I rewatched it. It wasn't much of a move at all. I think it was a move. I think he just slid over to get the outside line for the next corner and didn't realize that Ocon was there. And I think that's the same I, thing that happened with Fernando. Huh? I think that's the same thing that happened with Fernando. I think I think with Fernando, he was actually trying to position his car like to make a move, whereas it didn't seem like Gasly even knew that there was a car inside of him and just pinched him. That's true. But still, a 10-second penalty for Carlos, I think a five-second maybe was enough, but a 10-second seemed very harsh. And, dude, when they the were ten- still when they were in the pit lane and they told Carlos, you got a 10-second penalty, bro, the pain in his voice, bro, he was like, no, they can't. They cannot do that. They have to talk to me after the race. Yeah, and they're like, that will take us out of the points. Yeah, and th- I mean, he knew it too. Like, it, especially with a, a safety car finish, like you can – you're going right, like you're not going to be able to make any distance. And yeah, that's that's a tough finish for those guys. It's, I mean, Ferrari, they're out lap one and out lap 58, pretty much. What a wild weekend to be a red car, man. <laughs> Dude, do we chalk up? We can't do Carlos, but I think Leclerc, we have to put that in the Ferrari fuck up list. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he. I don't really know the details of his first lap, first corner crash, but it, it had to be somewhat his fault, bro. Like <laughs> that's tough. That's a tough look. Bad for the brand, bro. Bad for the brand, bro. Oh man, what's Ferrari in the standings right now? Dude, like Let me see. Fifth or something. I saw Aston Martin's in second, bro, which is dope. I'm on. I always have. But let me see results. Did you hear Logan Sargent get shit on during the race? Dude, Logan Sargent's been shit on a lot. No, he got shit on by his race director, bro, or his uh, engineer. I don't. I don't know if you caught that at all. I'm sure I heard it. So they didn't actually tell show it on coverage, but they Martin Brundle talked about it. He said Logan over the radio just complained about his car, saying like. This thing sucks, like it's it's a piece of shit or whatever. And his engineer came over the radio and he said, uh, he said, watch what you say. We'll be talking later. Little spicy. Little spicy, but they know he's a kid. Dude, who does he think he is? Fucking Nicky Lauda? Huh? Dude, he's going to the country. He's like, dude, this thing's a piece of shit. Like, especially over like the public radio. Like, that's like the engineer's like, dude, don't air our bullshit. Don't air our dirty laundry. Like, we know it's a shit car, but don't fucking say it over the radio. I mean, they're almost like, you don't even know it's a shit car. It's the only F1 car you've ever driven. Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah, very true there. And it was pretty decent for George Russell last year. I mean, it's not a bad car. George Russell drove a Mercedes last year. Two years ago, my bad. Yeah, two years ago. But... Uh... What else? Dude, all, so we should, I guess we should say who won the race. Max Verstappen won the race. But yeah, did we even need to say that? Was that worth saying? I mean, I, the only, I have it in like very small print at like the bottom of my notes. It was his 37th win. Do you know oh, who yeah. that, do you know who that ties? 
Fernando Alonso? Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna. Yeah. Wow, that's big deal. That's a big name. Big yeah, fucking that, name. That's uh that's up there, bro. That's putting Max on the map for at least in my mind now. Like I mean, even if I don't necessarily like uh, he's an all timer, bro. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Hit me, tube sock. McLaren's gap in the construction standings to Ferrari. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is closer than the gap between Aston Martin and Red Bull. What's what are the places for Ferrari and McLaren? Fourth and fifth. Okay. McLaren's fifth. Really? They have wow. 12 points. Ferrari's fourth with only 26 points. They've had a tough start, bro. Had a tough start. How many points you get? 28 for winning? Huh? You get 28 points for winning a race, right? 25. 25. That's tough. So, so yeah, they have one race win in a fastest lap. <laughs> That's tough. Mercedes or Aston Martin has sixty five. So Dude, I think I mean that I think they're locked up for second place, bro. And Red Bull's got one hundred twenty three points. Oh my god! <laughs> so Mercedes is only seven or only nine points behind uh, Aston Martin. That's pretty close, close than I thought, honestly. That's gonna like be I, the, That's actually going to be the fight this year. Well, yeah, it's because Stroll is not doing shit, and Fernando's on pole every week. And then George Russell and Lewis are just fourth and fifth every week. <laughs> they, they they've been really solid at that fourth and fifth. Dude, if I was, I'm saying, if we didn't have a runaway win from Max, like George, uh, they could win the constructors for Mercedes just by consistently getting fourths and fifths and thirds and every once in a while throwing a third place in. I don't know if I agree with that because a win is worth so much. Well, I'm, yeah, but I'm saying like if it was much more like round, if it wasn't just max winning everything, I feel like just their consistency would put that like, dude, if you get podiums every week, like Fernando, especially Fernando too, like he's going to be right there. Like, cause we, I think max is going to get a couple DNFs. He's going to get a couple just blowing shit up and stuff. But Fernando's going to get third every single race. All 26 races, it's just going to be Fernando, podium, Fernando, podium, Fernando, podium. And all of those are going to add up to all just about as much as 20 wins and five DNFs. Well, it's crazy. The, you won in two every race versus just third every race. Yeah, that's crazy. That Red Bull is... 123 points and Aston Martin is 65. See, but that's both Red Bulls and then almost only Fernando. So you split the well, 120 in half, that's 60 each. That's pretty, pretty close. I think Roll's been right behind uh, Lewis and George. So it's like he's constantly uh, seventh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He is, I think, got sixth place in the Australian Grand Prix. <laughs> Yeah, so really, yeah, because um, Mercedes is fourth and fifth, and right. then Earl yeah. is sixth. 
I mean, that's yeah, or yes, I feel like it's what we're gonna see every single race. What do we even have for the next race? Huh? What what is even is the next race? My favorite. Oh, Azerbaijan. You know it. Let's go. It's like Monaco, except good. Yeah, except you're except passing. <laughs> yeah, Monaco plus passing. <laughs> Oh, dude, can I talk about my unbelievable bad beat of sports betting on F1? I feel like we're going to have to talk about it eventually. Oh, it's shocking, Dick. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, I can't believe I didn't tell you like, right when it happened because... For your sake, I need a drink. I need another drink. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, you're going to need to sit down for this one because you won't even believe it, bro. So... Before we get I, back, before we get, dude, it's bad, Nick. I even endured what was your excellent betting last season. Dude, I've been a little bit better this year. I'm not the worst sports better of 2023. I've made like a couple hundred bucks so far this year. But, but you're this, this one has hurt, bro, because it's just a, I just don't know why. I'm s still rattled by it. Hold on one second. What do you tell the people what you're drinking? I'm drinking some Exotica mixed with uh, some Topo Chico. Sounds fire. I'm drinking hey, a pina colada for the people. While I make this drink, why don't you tell the uh, the fans about our sponsor? Oh, that's a great idea, Nick. So our sponsor for this episode, just like every other episode, is Impact Tees. You know the deal, guys. If you want to get better at golf, this is the best, cheapest way to do it, most efficient way to do it, the most, like, I mean, I'm telling you, you go out, it tells you right away if you're doing something wrong. So if you want any, if it's for a golfer of any skill level, patent pending, you get instant feedback, swing right, and the tee stays in place. You don't, smack that shit, and it, you got to start over. So these guys are great. They're our sponsor for the whole season, maybe even further. And if you want 15% off their products, go to, uh, impacttees.com that's impacttees with a z.com and use code village a 15% off and now we're going to talk about my awful sports betting presented by betmgm until either we get a sponsorship or a season assist so i thought this was a lock nick a lock i don't say that often so watching all practice I knew there was going to be a shit show of a race. I knew there was going to be carnage. I saw everyone going off, right? So I took I took under 15.5 cars classified finishing the race. Okay? Eight motherfucking cars crashed or did not finish the race, Nick. <laughs> so that is under 15.5, correct? That's a hit. No. No? No, that's, well, under 15.5. So that's eight cars that didn't finish. But the FIA motherfuckers classified six or five of the drivers that did not finish the race as finishing the race plus two laps. They were not. So both Alpines, Nick, that were blown up on track, finished the race, according to the FIA, plus two I, laps. I feel like that's not even your fault. That's what that's what I'm saying, Nick. I, I saw the explosion of cars and I cheered i was like let's go that's my fifth that's under 15.5 that's more than six more than six cars crashing but they gave they classified them 
as completing the race. Even they even did Kevin Magnuson, who crashed six laps before and caused the safety car on lap 53. He finished the race plus six laps. If you go to ESPN and look at the full race results, only three drivers have DNFs. Leclerc, Albon, and George Russell within the first 20 laps of the race. What the fuck? That isn't right. I need so I need someone to explain that to me right fucking now, bro. I mean, I was I put fifty dollars to win four hundred and ninety. It was plus six hundred, bro, and it hit, but they classified dude, the Alpines, they exploded, Nick. Okay, so you got hoped. I got hosed. You got hosed, yes. Why, why did went, they fucking classify them? No, they've went back since and they reclassified it. No, they, dude, they still say their times plus six plus two laps. Negative. Not anymore. On the ESPN app? On the fucking F1 official results. Oh, you must send that to me right now. I'll fucking email my BetMGM rep and tell him it got fucking changed. Because, yeah, dude, if you, I'm looking at it right now on the full positions, you see plus six laps and everyone else is DNF. Or there's three DNFs and everyone else is classified. Where I'm at on the F1 website, it's saying that everybody behind Carlos DNF'd. From 12th place on, right? 13th. <laughs> Dude, that's unbelievable, actually. I need to, yeah, definitely send me that link. And if it's, like, from the actual F1 affiliate, like, website, I might actually be able to get my money back. Because when I looked, dude, even when I looked earlier, I'm going to have to find the website I looked because it said only three DNFs. Or maybe that MGM fucking. Dude. Um is it just on the F1 website? Yeah. And I'm assuming that they use the fucking officially qualified results considering this is coming from the source F1. Dude, you're right. It does say, I'm looking around, it does say DNF, DNF, DNF. What the fuck? Bro. I thought I had your email saved. What is it? Don't say it over the air. Pause real quick. It's my last name, first name. Last name, dot, first name. At, and don't give me shit for this, AOL.com. Um, uh, that's that's goat. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Everyone says, what am I, fucking 65? But no, AOL's OG, bro. I thought it was like saved on my shit, like Sanderman or something. Bro, I am... Oh, here it goes. Bro, I'm shook right now. I'm trying to find where to I saw earlier where it didn't cla- or where it only classified the final. It was probably betting that. I don't think it, it no, because I didn't go back and look at it because I was so mad. I didn't want to look at it and and like actually get the results from there. It was definitely on I thought it was the ESPN app, but bro, what the f- I'm pissed now. Well, yeah, so I lost it. They hosed me because they classified those six the f- last five drivers that crashed because it was in the Check last your- like two rates two laps or whatever oh what the hell 
Did you get your email? Did you get the email? I did. I just got dude. I'm legit gonna email my uh MGM rep and tell him to give me four hundred and ninety dollars. That's actually insane. Well, yeah, so I was just gonna bitch about that for a minute that the FIA is in cahoots with Vegas and screwing people. I hope that they do something about it. Bro, I'm actually that's fucking awesome. Well, it's awesome for me now. Hopefully they actually do something about it. I doubt they will because I'm a small fish. But yeah, be careful. There's a lot of weird ass rules with betting on Formula One. Same thing with like betting on golf. If you like bet a top 10 and they get a tie for 10, it's like a wash minus 50%. So you get paid out like on a hundred dollar bet, you get paid out like $25 and then they call it a win. Bro, why'd your background just turn all red? Did it? Yeah, your room turned red. Oh, oh well, I was pulling up uh, some stuff that I was looking at. <laughs> some stuffs. What else we got to talk about for the Australian Grand Prix? What else you got? Sorry, I just got I – mean, I was in my email, and I was like, oh, fuck. I got to reply to this real quick. <laughs> um, Dude, you want to hear a fucking crazy-ass story? I thought someone – I thought my house was being intruded on last night. I thought there was a fucking home oh, intruder. Oh, shit, what happened? Bro, I literally thought there was a – like, my house was getting broken into at 2.30 in the morning last night. So I got woken up to a fucking, like, loud-ass bang on – like, it sounded like on the back porch, like, in the backyard – and then I hear an aluminum can like drop on the back porch and then get crushed. Uh -huh. and, I'm, and I'm like, the fuck is that, bro? Like, that's not the wind. I, like something like stepped on that. I crushed that can for sure. And I got home pretty drunk last night from a buddy's party. And I'm sitting in my bed like, all right, I'm pretty stupid. I have no idea if I locked the back door. Like, hold, like this person might just walk into my house right now. So I'm fucking shook. Like I and I'm hearing like walking around on the back porch at this point. Like I'm Did awake. you have your blicky? What's that? Did you have your blicky? Dude, this is America. Okay. Right. So I'm ready to go. At the top of the basement stairs, like looking at the back porch, all the lights are out. And I'm sitting there waiting for something to happen. And then I hear a noise like down a little bit more towards like the basketball court in the backyard. So, bro, I run upstairs real fast and flip on all the fucking floodlights in the backyard, turn all the lights on. And, dude, a fucking 60-pound fucking coyote was standing on the railing of my porch and jumps down in front of the glass door and looks two feet away from me and fucking looks up at me with zero fucks to give. Like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you if you open this door. And I pull out my phone to take a video of it, and as soon as the light comes on, that motherfucker jumps over the back porch railing and then one hops the six foot fence in the backyard. <laughs> Jesus, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened, bro? Like I, I was ready to kill a person if they walked into my house, bro. And dude, this, it was, it was as big as my golden retriever. It was a fucking huge coyote, bro. Yeah, dude, the coyotes nowadays are starting to evolve and get more wolf-like. Bro, they're I, I see them every day at the golf course, and those guys are like 30, 35 pounds. They're pretty, I mean, 
nothing I think a dog like a dog would be able to handle it. But this fucking thing was huge, bro. I was like, oh my god. I literally said out loud at 2 a.m. like, oh my god, that's a big bitch. <laughs> like I that one might have taken my dog. But yeah, I thought the house was getting broken into at two o'clock in the morning. That was insane. You have a roommate though, right? Yeah, he didn't wake up. He had no idea it even happened. <laughs> See, I would have my first thought would have been it was my roommate outside drinking a beer. See, he goes to the front porch to like smoke and do all that stuff. And dude, I I legit thought when I heard like the can drop, I was like, dude, it's probably a fucking homeless dude looking for beer cans at this he knows is a part of your house. Like a he we drink outside a lot. We, he's stealing beer cans. And then I'm like, dude, I got home drunk as shit and let the dog out. I'm pretty dumb. I don't know if I locked the fucking back door. This drunk homeless dude is probably just going to wander into my house and sleep on the couch. Like, no, I'm not going to let that fucking happen. And then it was just a fucking coyote ready to kill me. <laughs> so, so, wait, did you get a picture of it on your phone? I didn't. So, my well, like, fucking glass on the door is so fucking foggy and scratched up from my dog. As soon as I like turned the camera on, like the light, my screen was like, I can't focus on anything. And that, like, the real close, like bright light scared the coyote and jumped over the fence, the back porch. But I also think the motherfucker is trying to live under the back porch because the next day today I walked out there and there's like a fucking six foot hole dug under that bitch. Oh, no shit. Now so, your dog's in there hang out there. 50 50. It could be my golden retriever. She's a little bit of a wild card. She likes to dig and make some bullshit around. So I ate, could be her under the porch. I've just done that over the last couple of months. But there, it, there's a fucking coyote back there last night. Like it could be trying to fucking make it. So I bought a I bought a trail cam on Amazon today. Nice. Yeah, I'm fired up. We're gonna have some fun, man. When I get home. Yeah, we don't have an HOA here either, so there's no rules. So yeah, we're gonna fucking broke out Merlin the old gun and oiled her up. Driveway. Huh? Yeah, I broke out the old pellet gun and oiled her up. That's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can do burnouts in the driveway anytime we want, bro. Oh, nice. Do they care about us working on shit in the driveway? No, not dude. We can literally. I've had like seven broken down cars and parked out front of my house before. <laughs> that is true. You're, yeah, like, you're... My neighbor asked me, "Is like car, your house looks like a used car lot, dude? Like, figure it out." And like all of them are broken, dude. There's like four <laughs> engines blown. <laughs> um, what else we got? Uh, we can talk about fantasy real quick. F one fantasy. See who sucks. Oh, I haven't even checked my team yet. Fuck. Dude, I honestly didn't check my team after Australia either. I'm literally looking for the first time right now. Let's see if anyone else joined our league too. I kind of like we don't check it until we get on the pod. So I, it's like I, I agree. This is kind of fun. Let's see. League. Here we go. Village A pod. Ooh, I'm beating you by like 85 points. Oh, that's significant. Let's see. Round three. Oh, I, I did really good in, in round three. Let's see how you did. I got 247 points in just round three. In the Aussie, and you got 204. Carlos and Holkenberg really kind of fucked you there. My league. Bro, I'm trying to still find. Look at this shit. Carlos Sainz has eight points on the fucking F1 fantasy. 
Oh, wow, fucking, you smoked it. Was he in last place? Damn. But me and you are dominating the field, though. We're beating our all of our fans. Yeah, by <laughs> significant margin. Fokan, which is a funny name, is he's Ali's doing. He had a decent showing in Australia, 155, pretty solid. Came so is doing, the... dude. I think Pierre Gasly's he's having a decent season, but not putting up many points. Yeah, you smoked it. It was just fucking Carlos and K-Mag both fucking me. Yeah, exactly. And I have uh, I have Sergio Perez instead of uh, K-Mag for you. So, yeah, he got 52, baby. Let's go. Yeah, why do I not have Sergio Perez? Because that... cost cap, bro. You got to watch your monies. So, in case anyone's wondering, on the F1 Fantasy, you get $100 million to spend on five drivers and two teams. And, dude, that's what makes it fun. I have $8.8 million left, bro. I could probably buy fucking Lewis Hamilton still. You have Lewis Hamilton. No, I don't. I I took Fernando instead. I'm going to make some changes, I think. But that Verstappen at times, too, I think everybody should have. I mean, yeah, it's just a guaranteed 75 points every week. It's just whether or not you want to put like your bonuses on him too, because I have my DRS bonus on him too. Also, I don't really know how the cost cap works because I was looking at like if you look at like the main, like the USA or the world leaders for the fantasy leagues, motherfuckers are like negative twenty million dollars in their cost cap. Like, what? What? Yeah, it won't even let me. Like, what is this? What is this? The NFL? The... <laughs> like for me, what are we, like the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and we still suck. <laughs> it won't Bro. even let me fucking add anybody if it go- makes me go over the cost cap. It won't even let me click on their name. Exactly. I don't know how these fuckers are. I mean, it might be my doing in the rules and like setting up the league, but I don't remember like having to fucking click options to set up the league. I just fucking typed a name and said open to public. Boom. Let's fucking send it. Yeah, it was pretty simple. So I'm a little confused. I don't really fucking know, but me and you are still winning in our own league. We're about to win our own race, baby. Let's go. Hannah did not do very well. In Australia? How many did not finish the race? Of Hannah's? Yeah. Um, her, times two was on, her times two was on Russell. He didn't finish. That's a shame. That netted her with a negative 14. Wait, she had negative 14? On, on Russell, her, yeah. Just for George Russell? Because her times two didn't hit. Her times two DNF'd. So just know that that can backfire because of Verstappen DNFs. That's negative 75. Oh. Nikes. See, now we're re- we're learning the rules as we go just along with you. We're people. learning. We're learning. Boy, see, I'm he's going to get a couple this year, bro. I know he will. Who? That Max? Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the Red Bull, and I, I'm wrong every time I talk shit about Red Bull, and they just prove me wrong time and time out. But yeah. um, they haven't showed that they're going to be that reliable this year, to be honest. I agree. Dude, even this, even in Australia, Max and um, Jekka were both having braking issues. That's why Max went off the race or went off the track, and Jekka locked up like 100 times 
And he said it over the radio. He was like, it's the same fucking issue we were having in practice and qualifying. You guys didn't fix it. And you know who printed that out, Nick? Toto. You? Toto. No. I have it printed. What I have it printed Toto? out. Your card's shit. I have it printed. They say so. You remember that? <laughs> no. It was from Drive to Survive when they're all arguing about uh, changing the car and shit. And oh, I didn't. I haven't even watched Drive to Survive. So dude, it's the, it's like the funniest clip out there. That I've seen it only on Instagram. It's uh, Horner just goes to he's change your fucking car to Toto, and he goes, "You change our fucking car." He's like, "Your drivers say it's shit." And he's like, "No, they don't. We're fucking winning every race." And he goes, "I've printed. I printed it out. <laughs> I printed it. I I printed their their transcripts. They say it's shit." So fucking Toto. Fucking Toto. Well, yeah, we're doing good in fantasy. Do you so remember who had fastest lap in Bahrain? I don't. Um, I don't. It was probably Max or Checo, because Checo had it this it was, year, this this week in Aussie. It was Guan Yu Zhou. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Wow. How did we Just not talk about that? Factors. How do we huh? not? How do we not know about that and like talk about it on the last podcast? How do we, yeah, I know, that's what I said. That's why I mentioned it now because I just, it just came across my little ticker and I was like, why did came, we not? Came across your desk. It was on my desk from from a month and a half ago. Apparently, sound you pre- seems like you're procrastinating on your paperwork, bro. It's you know just like my desk is just a mess and I just find shit and I was like, oh fuck, I should have brought that up for the Bahrain podcast. Dude, speaking of coming across my desk, did you see Charles Leclerc? Chasing after the thieves who stole his watch in his Ferrari in I'm Monaco. Not. Yeah, there's there's a security footage of uh, Leclerc speeding through Monaco in his Ferrari four uh, four eighty eight, chasing like a minivan after three guys stole his like million half million dollar watch. That was a while ago, though, wasn't it? Was it was last year, yeah. But they just had like the police just released footage of Charles actually chasing them down in his car. That's gold. Dude, so good. And dude, the best the best tweet about it, Nick was why he didn't catch him. He had to stop and pit for hards. <laughs> dude. That's so good, Nick. And they give him wets instead. Yeah, they put wets on it. Yeah. They put a mixed tires <laughs> tire setup on. They put they put checkers on. Or <laughs> Scarlos. So good, bro. So you want to get hyped up for boxing? You know, I'm also learning from this fantasy. What? I'm so I'm always hyped up for Baku. I love Baku. I know that's like probably the last thing we're going to talk about. Those fucking hot hype for Baku in like 14 days. I don't even know when it is. It is. About to tell you. Big big uh, big facts guy here. You know me. April 29th. Oh, that's real. That's yeah, fifteen days. No, twelve. Fifteen. Days. Math. Twelve. Well, the race is April thirtieth. The weekend starts April twenty eighth on a Friday. You want to know something I don't like? What? It's a sprint race. Fuck! Didn't they change the? That's the shit I... Oh no, they're talking about changing the qualifying for the sprint race for next year what to make it so there's not one that would be the best <laughs> no they're actually saying they're committing to like eight sprint races next year but dude no bro no no 
but they're saying they're oh. the but the new format, Nick, the new format is they do a qualifying and that sets the grid for the for the GP and then to do a second qualifying that sets the grid for the for the sprint race. So it's two qualifyings and then a sprint race and so the sprint race has no effect on the Grand Prix. It's just an extra like it's eight just points. A practice session? Yeah, it's just a it's just a competitive practice session that you get rewarded like quarter of the points for winning. Dude just just stop. Just please I know, just dude. stop, bro. Qualifying was the one thing that's exciting. That Anytime there's broken. a shit race, qualifying is always good. We can well, always count no on qualifying to be exciting. Like qualifying. We can always count Nobody on qualifying. Nobody has exciting, ever complained bro. about qualifying. There's the way it's done, the buildup of it, you know, Q1, Q2. There's always, even if it's a, a grid that we expect, like it's always at least. 15 minutes of fun watching. Yeah, it's always competitive. It's always exciting. And it's for this season, at least, it's been way closer than we've all thought. Like, it's within a tenth instead of like two seconds, like what we were expecting. I don't know. I just like, I don't see a point. And I feel like if you put a sprint race on Saturday, all you're doing is just taking hype away from the main event. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's – yeah, they're going too hard there. I mean, the reason they're doing it is they can get more fans, more money, more fucking everything. And Well, here's the thing, bro. You – you, no one's ever going to go as hard in the sprint race as they will in the race because you risk – Fucking the car. Losing your car for the race. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's – yeah, it's never as competitive. We all we know that. It's every sprint race we've had, it – have we had one exciting sprint race that we were like, it was notable. Like that was, that was exciting. We should keep doing that. I mean, the one that was kind of exciting was, um, the one where Daniel Ricardo got pulled ahead of max. Oh, in um, that spa like two years ago. No Monza Monza. Yeah. And then like, but even then, like, Daniel was just defending, and Max really wasn't trying to fight him that hard because he's like, I'll get him during the race. Yeah, that's why I won $800, bro. Yeah, and then fucking... Because <laughs> Max Max, Max leaked his plan on Twitter beforehand. Well, no, that wasn't that. Well, that was the reason... That's, that's the reason I made the bet. That was clearly a, just a false hope thing that just happened to pay off. Yeah, because just because uh, uh, Lewis's... Lewis's uh, Mercedes decided to take an extra Viagra before the race and mounted fucking Verstappen's Red Bull. I forgot about that, bro. Dude, that year was crazy. I forgot about that. Dude, that year was actually Loki nuts. That was it the was best, yeah, it was the best year we've had in five like five years, bro. It, it was the two years before. It, it was, was more exciting than this year. Dude, because way it was way more like, exciting. Because it well, because it was a fight for the for first place, not third and fourth. A fight for third place. Yeah, yeah we're, we're right now. We're excited for a constructors' fight for second and third place. Yeah, that was a good fight. It was a title fight, man, and it was. And I mean, the two years before that, Lewis was a runaway, and the two years after, Max is a runaway. So yeah, that was easily the best season and most competitive. 
Did you did you know you can get married so, at Imola? Imola. You can probably do a lot of things at Imola. Yeah, you can get married on the track though, bro. It costs eight hundred euros. That's not that bad. I told my brother to do it. He's just got engaged. I told my brother to get married no, there. Not. I was like, I told him I'm not going to any destination wedding, but I told him I'd go to that one. I bet fucking old girl's gonna make him do something lame. I think they're oh so actually that I don't know your brother up, seems like he parted. Now that you're bringing that up, I actually need you for their wedding because they're fucking doing it in like Vale or fucking Aspen or somewhere like seven hours away in Colorado. So we're gonna rent the plane and fucking fly there. I'm not flying into Aspen unless I'm in a metro liner, dude. Bro, we'll rent a fucking we'll rent whatever you need, bro. You can't do it in a Cessna one seventy two. I'm not doing it in a fucking Cessna, bro. You're not doing it in a one seventy two, bro. I'm my mama's favorite child, bro. I'm my mama's favorite child, bro. I'm aren't you no? That. Aren't you an only child? No. Oh, really? No, I'm not. Oh, you have a sister. Yeah. I, don't know. I knew that. Yeah, I have a sister. Um. Yeah. No. I'll I'll take the Baron up there. I will not take a 172 up there. But I'll, who knows what I'll be flying? Like, how much? There. How much do you think? That I thought I was gonna get. How much is it to rent a plane? Uh, depends on what you're renting. A plane to get from uh, Rocky Mountain Baron? to from Jeffco to Aspen. Well, I have like five, like five grand. No. No? I don't know. It depends. It depends. It depends. Damn. I mean, like if we were paying if we were paying retail for the Baron, uh five hundred an hour wet. Do you only have to pay for the time that it's in the air? Or do you have to pay for like forty eight hours for the weekend? No, you pay for the time it's in the air. Oh fuck, that's not bad, bro. I'd do that. And then fuel and then you know, um hanger in it, because we're hangering it. All right, yeah, it'd probably be like five grand. No, wouldn't it be? It'd be like uh seventy bucks a night for uh, the hangar. Oh, uh, probably. It's a two-hour flight. Three hundred dollars in fuel. All right, let's do it. In a two-hour flight, so yeah, probably four grand, three grand. All right, well, if I hit, if I start hitting all my F one bets, we're doing it. <laughs> all right, then. We'll fucking buy. I thought it. I was going to be invited anyway. I mean, yeah, you'll, yeah. I mean, you're my roommate, so you'd be my plus one. <laughs> I told my brother I was taking a Corvette as my plus one, and he just said no. <laughs> you do get a plus one though. Yeah, I'll get a plus one. I feel like if my sister was getting married, I'd, get, I'd be like, "Bitch, I'm getting a plus five. I first told my brother I was going to get a hooker. <laughs> His his fiance did not like that comment. Really? Kelly thought it was very funny, but she was like, "No, you're." I, well, she definitely thought I was serious too, though. So, oh, I, I would have believed believed you were serious. <laughs> well, I was serious, Nick. <laughs> I I am serious. I mean, <laughs> you got to get an escort for a wedding. Oh yeah, it'll be a high class, high class, bro. I feel like that that's like a whole other level. Like a, a hooker is one that you just like pay fifty bucks and you get a fucking suck and fuck and you're done. Yeah, and I'd have to pay for the I'd have to pay her for like going attending a wedding and then the happy ending after. So it'd be it'd be an expensive night. 
I mean, in reality, though, like you could pay for her to come to your wedding and then just because honestly, with an escort, you could pay to have her come to the wedding. Yeah, dude, I just need and, to make a good uh, appearance. I just need I just need a dime show to show up for me. Yeah, you can make her come to the wedding, tell everybody that she's like a girl you're talking to or something. And then, you well, know, a couple weeks the, later, you... leaving the Corvette and I drop her off at the bus stop and say I'm, I got lucky. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> this is money. <laughs> That's all you need. Like, <laughs> We're set, dude. Go home and jerk off. It's usually better anyway, right? Absolutely. Dude, you know what? Speaking of jerking off, get me hyped about Baku. <laughs> right now. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting to my, my Baku hype screen. What the fuck? Did you put it in the back? Fuck, I'm cashing out <laughs> my bet right now, Nick. Which bet? It just locked it on me. Never mind. The what Wild bet? and Stars are still at 2-2 and 14 minutes left in the third. And I think it's going to end 5-4. Or it's going to end 3-2, I mean. I think one we'll get one goal. At, and I think it'll go to overtime. I think it's going to be zeros in third and go to overtime and I'll die. All right, so Bahu, Baku, hi. Baku, get me hyped, bro. I got close. Baku, the bro. We got a. Uh... What do we got? Hold on, I gotta look at the other screen here. This one's a pretty good timed race. No, never mind. Just kidding. Spoke too soon. What the, time? Is um, it? What time is it? Six a.m. Oh, that's a rough one. After the eleven p.m. last night. Yeah, that the was a last rough one. last race. I mean, <laughs> even though at least we've had freaking four weeks on one than that. Um, practice ones at four thirty. Qualifying's at eight a.m. Practice that's two. That's not bad though. Yeah, that's not bad. Practice two at four thirty, sprint race at eight thirty, and then lights out at six for the race. We've got three sectors, twenty corners, two DRS zones around the uh, downtown section. Do you know who holds the lap record at uh, Baku? I'm going to say Checo, bold one. Charles Leclerc. Really? Do we expect something out of Ferrari this week? It, it's up to Ferrari, but maybe. It's up to Ferrari, he says. Um, Definitely not up to Charles, that's for sure. That dude's got no say in the matter. <laughs> no, he's along for the ride, buddy. He's, he's just strapped into the roller coaster, bro. Here's what I love about Baku. What? It is probably one of my favorite tracks. Well, it is my favorite track. I've told that. But, but it's like such a mix of different scenery. It's it, it is one of the better one of the better tracks on circuit. I mean, it's yeah. Well, what we said it's Monaco. What was speed and you're able to pass and there's way more corners. It's longer. It's way longer. It's like, how long is it? It's like five miles. 
It's six kilometers, so four miles. Close enough. But um, but how many DR really cool. how many DRS zones are there? Two. Two. Ah, see, that might make it for a more exciting race because I think three is too many. I think two is. I think it'll make it way, way tighter of a field. Not maybe not the first and second, but the field. So this is what I love about it. You so you start and then you go right into like the financial district, which is like a modern downtown. <laughs> I love it. And so then you have these like 90 degree like city block corners. And then you go down the old old road into the castle, go through the castle, and then go into like the old ancient part of Baku City. So That's then you right. get that like Monaco section, right? Where you're going through these like really tight old 13th century like cobblestone streets and stuff. That's rad. And then you bust out into sector three at Baku, which is probably the a the entire sector is flat out. Dude, going that's like, down the coast. Yeah, that's like that was like it's like Monza before the Senate crash. Like just four flat out corners the whole you're going 200 miles an hour around those corners. Well, you start at the exit of 16, which is where sector sector three starts. So that's kind of a tight corner. It's downhill, so you're kind of late breaking into an early apex. And then you're flat out on the exit. Flat out through 17, flat out through 18, <laughs> maybe lift at 19, maybe. And then you're flat out the rest of the way for two kilometers with a DRS zone. Damn. Into a 90 degree corner. That's see, that's that's the 90 degree it's corner absolute, makes it so fun, dude, because so many things can happen, like, like diving in, late breaking. So many things can happen going to that corner. Dude, I just, I think in, in like, yes, I love Spa. I love Monza. You know this about me, but there is something about the bonkersness of this track. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's archaic, dude. It's like, I can't even describe it. Get hype, get hype, let's go. And, and say what you want about like the politics of Azerbaijan and stuff like that, but who gives a fuck, man? No, who gives a fuck? For 51 fucking laps, none of that shit matters. Oh, and we 100%. have the greatest race of the fucking season, bro. I'm so hot, dude. Just got me fucking bricked up. I'm ready to go. I did, I, did I do a good job? Five minutes back, you told me to hype it up. Oh, I'm fucking hyped, bro. Did I do it? Did I deliver? What? Well, yeah, I'm doing. I mean, if the pod is not ready, if the village people are not ready for another pod in two weeks to talk about what actually happened at Baku, bro, we might actually have to do a fucking qualifying because you're so hyped up. Jump up, yeah. The turn 16 is probably one of the more difficult corners of the calendar too, because it's more than 90 degrees and it's downhill. Yeah, I like how there's just four back-to-back left or right-hander 90 degrees in that. It's sick. Yeah, no, I'm talking about, look at, are you, do you have the, the diagram pulled up? Yeah. Look at 16. Yeah, it's like 130 degrees. It's like, it's like a 70 degree angle. It's way tighter than 90. It's tighter than 90, so it's like a, yeah, let's say it's 70, a right 70, but you don't realize that it's it's going down like a story. That's sick. Oh, and by the way, if you overrun it, guess what's there to greet you? Is it just a wall? A fucking concrete wall. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so you really have to, like, time it. You get on the brakes early there. Who's got the lap record? Charles. I'm getting something different. What What website are you on? 
I'm on ESPN. It says Sebastian Vettel has the lap record. What does it say his record is? 143.441. I'm on F1 once again, hitting you with the facts. What the fuck, dude? What the F1 fuck? F1 says 143.009 Charles Leclerc, Leclerc in 2019. This was in 2017. What the fuck? I'm getting hosed over here. I'm just getting beat to death over here by ESPN, bro. ESPN, you know, is up there with the astray. Leading me astray, bro. I'm looking like a fool. I wonder if, like, maybe that was a race lap and maybe this one was a qualifying lap and just F1 doesn't say because they want to show a lower time. Bro, it doesn't matter. Lap time's a lap time, bro. Lap record's a lap record. If it's under on a I clock, agree. I agree. Dude, I'm just, I'm definitely wait, 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 wait. It's saying what year was that? Re- that 2017. Oh, 17. No, bro. I'm a 19 fucking, makes more sense. I'm gonna fucking include this stat to my MGM rep too. I'm like, look how fucked up this is, bro. F1 has completely different stats. 51 laps, though. I mean, I'm excited, bro. Dude, I'm fired up. There's always drama at Baku, too. Who's your pick? Max. I'm going to take Lewis. I think this is the race for Red Bull's reliability to catch up. Last race, they barely both they barely made it out of there, bro, I think. Ooh. I'm taking him. Feeling sporty. I like that because don't because that means like if I'm right, I'm I'm happy because I'm right, dude. But if famous, I'm wrong, and my you're famous right, words, I'm yeah. Also happy, dude. Famous words in betting. I'm gonna hedge my happiness. I'll put money on Max. If he wins, I get my money. I'm happy about my money. And if Lewis wins, I'm just happy because I'm happy. Because Lewis won. Yeah, exactly. I'll hedge my happiness. That's that's something we're gonna do. I think we're gonna hedge our happiness this week. That might be the play, bro. That should be the title of this this uh, pod. <laughs> Hedging our app, dude, because we need a fucking win in the betting department. You're, next week on the pod, you are definitely getting an update from the MGM Grand Resorts or fucking casino, whatever they're called. I'm gonna fucking email yeah we need, to, we need to get to the bottom of that because that's bullshit i don't agree with it dude, uh, exactly. i'm gonna i'm gonna screenshot my lost bet and send it to you and you're gonna be shook dude like seriously just a screenshot the last bet and then screenshot what i have and let me look at the live time <laughs> dude it's yeah it's actually crazy i'm definitely gonna send it to you after we finish once we finish this up here in a sec wow all right so we got some homework. I'm gonna email them. But you got anything else, bro? You got any fan questions? You know, I think we're gonna save those for in case we do a pre-race. We're already at an hour and a half right now. We've been ripping. Yeah, we do. We need to stop save not saving the fan questions, bro. If we have them, just do them. Because if I haven't uh, looked at them though, I haven't even I haven't even looked at them yet though. That's the best. Look at it real quick. If we don't, we don't. Let's see what we got. We have to though, because like if I wrote a question and like you just like, oh, we're gonna save it for whatever, and it's like, bro, I literally listen to you guys talk for an hour and a half and I didn't hear my question. Would you be pissed? I mean, if we say if we save it for the next one, they say it, it's the same thing. 
No, what if they were wet watching this whole episode because they wanted to hear the question? Tough shit. This is the world we live in, Nick. <laughs> All right. Don't. Our fans. We love our fans. Let's see. Uh, we have one from from Stan in from Ohio. Fuck Ohio. No, never mind. Save it for I next see week. this fucking guy. Save it for fucking... next week. Fuck Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next. <laughs> I can't. I hope this is what you wait. I hope this is what you waited for, Stan. <laughs> okay, read it. Read it. <laughs> All right. He says, if the red flag did not happen on lap eight, would George Russell have won? No. Really? I thought you were going to say yes. I don't know, man. You say yes? How? Why do I yes? I, I didn't say yes. I thought you would say yes. No, I was. I mean, you know, anything was possible before I, Russell was in that position. But like, I think it would have. I think it would have been within fifteen laps. Lewis got passed, and then I think George probably would have had like a ten second gap. I think Lewis would have played really good defense, and I think he would have got like a ten second gap. But bro, we saw how fast the Red Bull is passing Lewis on lap like. 18 or whatever when he actually did. I mean, he flew by him, bro. The car's, yeah, just, fast. The car's just faster. The car's just faster. And Russell is not at the level yet, dude. I'm say that. Yeah, he's still in his own head. He still gets very, like, I was emotional about, like, every little thing that goes wrong. He gets, he gets in his own head, I think, a little bit. He needs to calm there's, down. and. There's no way he defends Max for 30 laps. Yeah, zero fucking chance. Even with, I'm sorry, Stan. I like the question. I appreciate it. Even with, dude, even with a pit stop, like he probably would have been lap 25 when the pit window. It opened, would have right? made it a race for a lot of laps. I think that's why yeah. we're all excited. I think it, it would have been a more exciting race for much longer. We got like seven laps of that good racing, which was fun. Um, which is a good point, though. We had seven laps where Max did not pass him, and on the restart where it was just Lewis, and George Russell got benched to eighth place or whatever. It took two laps for Max to pass Lewis, but at the beginning of the race, he did not pass him in seven laps. So that's a something to think of. I mean, I don't know if Lewis is just playing really good defense at the start of the race, but it would have made for a 30 to 40 lap exciting race before Max passed him, I think. I agree. <sighs> Sorry, it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> Sam, thanks for your question. Um, and for Sean, I believe that I'm glad we asked that question today because if we would have waited for the pre-race to answer that question, then it was like we would wait for the the post-race of Baku. <laughs> yeah, it was like I asked a question about freaking Australia. You guys should know on the <laughs> Australia episode. Are right, you in? So are you in this round, Nick and Stan? Post in the comments, fans, what you think. I would like to see that as soon as you guys send in a question, because you we really like the questions. It gives us something that we like don't plan. We don't get to talk in advance. Yeah, and we read them live on the pod, and you get our live reactions. So live I think, debating too. Like, are we going to argue about this kind of shit? I I think that if until we have enough fans and enough supporters and enough DMs and shit that 
we literally can't get to everyone because that would be like a whole episode. Yeah. Then why don't you, if you send in a question, we will read it. The next pod, we will read it live on the air. And that's our promise until I tell you not. All right, bet. Deal. As long as you make the question short, sweet, and not fucking two paragraphs long. I've got a couple of those and I've just skipped them. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> well, it's like a very, yeah, keep... very involved. It's like it, it, way, way too much. Just give me, give us your normal everyday questions and we'll answer them. Maybe you should forward those to me and then I'll reply to them in, a, in Dude, like an do, email. You could do like a, we could do like a, a tech tip Tuesday or something. Yeah, or like maybe it'd just be like a like a one on one with Nick, and I'll like reply when I have a chance. And that's actually dude. Once we once we rip up the YouTube channel, it'd be like some YouTube shorts or something. Yeah, where I could be like standing in the a race car garage with like here's my tip Tuesday. Dude, great idea. This is good. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, I think we're pretty dialed. I think I'm excited for Baku. I know you're excited for Baku. Big excited for Baku. Big excited. <laughs> Big excited here. Um, but that's the Australian Grand Prix. Wow. Shit show. But that's going to wrap up episode. What did I say? Seven lap three. We're rolling. <laughs> now it feels like. I don't know. I don't we're, only, we're only three races in. It feels like we're mid season though. Yeah. Except it feels like we're in mid the break because we get this four week gap. I, yeah, I've, we've had we're seven pods in for this season and we have a month long break. I like we're on summer break. Oh, but, dude, temperatures rise tomorrow. That sucks. Dude, me, us too. It's gonna be like eighty. It's gonna be eighty there. It's gonna be like a million here. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so hot right now. Oh, it's only gonna be eighties. Well, before oh, we bore the people with weather around Broomfield, Colorado, and San Marcos, Texas, um, <laughs> yeah, I well, think that's gonna do it for lap seven, bro. Yeah, I agree. Let's fucking go, Baku. That's going to be a pod to listen to for sure. Stay tuned for that one. Stay tuned. We'll see y'all guys before the race. Yes, sir. That's going to do it. And thanks again to Impact Tees, and we'll see you. Fuck, I haven't stopped recording yet. Here we go.